0: Guy stinks
1: politics ruin or rather control. Your whole life, man, you are gonna be a miserable person. Straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy. And they hate their neighbors.
2: Sad. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the underground my name is david sexual
0: tyrannosaurus
2: lacy and I am, <laughs> I, I am joined once again i tried i'm joined once again by joseph <laughs> wild west camp style nations and this is the show where every week we remind you politics ruins Everything.
3: A little stumble, but not bad. Joseph, how are you doing, dude? That's a perfect intro for you. Even <laughs> though I still think my Super Predator one is great too. From
2: <laughs> there's, there's too many like negative connotations with Super
3: Predator. <laughs> yeah, Otherwise, I might, I might have agreed but, with you. But there's also some negative common uh, connotations of Wild West pimp style. Uh, well, yeah, yes. that video of that dumb, dumb <laughs> representative. <laughs> oh man like that context is just not good to use that (laughs) that's why it's funny though
2: that's 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 specifically why that one works
3: what makes it better is that she's a democrat and she's specifically referring to black people yeah yeah who else would
2: you be referring to when you're like it's going to be wild west pimp style (laughs) like she's not talking about like joe from you know
3: it's Houston. like Greg Kelly last week <laughs> when we were talking about what he was oh, talking about. Uh, a, oh, it's G-2. the same thing. Same
2: thing. Yeah.
3: Same side. Just you know. say what you
2: <laughs> want to say. Yeah,
3: exactly. It's
2: the, uh, what is it? The It's a different side of the same
3: coin. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, but no, I'm doing well. I think we were talking before the podcast and about some things that related to the church. And I just missed the days within the church where you could disagree on secondary you know, issues or, you know, more like third, you know, fourth issues. And, uh, you wouldn't be considered a nationalist or woke
2: yeah, person.
3: Yeah. You know what I mean? Just uh, maybe wrong in something.
2: But that's, dude, you know, it's the way it is with everything now. We, we have an opinion. so polarized. Yeah. We have an opinion on a subject. Therefore we are this. It's, it's, it, uh, it's so funny too, when it comes to our, uh, our media side of stuff or like more movie centric or TV Yes. For instance, like we're gonna be talking about terminal list for Thursday and both of us enjoyed it, and so now we're gonna be like far right neo Nazis or whatever. I guarantee yes, I exactly. guarantee I I mean I would put money on you could put a clip up of that and people are gonna that's what the people are gonna say. Well oh, you're I mean, you're Christian extremists because you liked a show Chris Pratt was in.
3: No, I think they refer to you as that because you had the Confederate flag behind you. Um <laughs> on your video, right? <laughs> anybody who's watched our videos knows that's not true right. but uh yeah no i mean it's just ridiculous how you like a show like the Terminalist and you're a neo-nazi and the problem is is that when these terms woke or neo-nazi gets used so much they mean, mean nothing they don't mean anything yep
2: if everybody is that thing then they're not Exactly,
3: and it happens. And the right likes to think it doesn't happen on their end, but it does. It does. Well, is this, they're just as guilty.
2: I was saying, um, I was telling or asking, uh, my buddy Jake about this recently, where the uh, the right always blames. I can't remember who what a certain group of people. Is it um, the Wild West pimp style people? No. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it what it was. I asked him a couple of weeks ago because I saw someone post something like that from the right that they were just like it was like one of the the typical I'm not even sure like mar it maybe it was just like oh oh what they do is that they're they're like oh this is marxist, right? So everything is marxist now. Yes. And it's like that has a pretty specific definition Broke. and like I asked him and he was he told me like uh well yeah like it it kind of could be from this perspective or whatever and I was like I just don't think that's strong enough to be like this thing is Marxist. I don't even remember yes. what it was uh specifically. Or like that guy who and this isn't exactly the same. That guy who was like Eternals is a metaphor for abortion.
3: <laughs> and then I said no, it's just a metaphor for a terrible mood or I think <laughs> what he said is that Eternals is a social commentary on abortion. On abortion and I said yeah. no. I think it's just a social commentary on a terrible movie. Yeah.
2: Like what? And that that's the thing is people will just read into any kind of situation beyond what's really there, which is something we yes. we try pretty hard not to. Now, of course, we we'll, we generally, I think, try to warn people when we get a little more conspiratorial about stuff. Um, it, I mean, it should be kind of obvious, but peop, I, I wonder if there are just more people in the world that can't read into um, – uh, like, audio sarcasm, or, like, they just don't pick yes. up, they don't pick up on those cues. Yep. Uh, because it, it's the same way, like, again, with videos that we put out, where people are like, why are you guys so angry? And you're like, this is the tone that I use all the time. This is how I talk 90% of the time.
3: I know, I don't understand, it's like, guys, we're not angry. And no. then it's, again, even with that, it's, you criticize something, and now you're part of the uh, Star Wars fandom menace, the fandom menace. Yeah, that <laughs> you so know lame. does all these you know quote unquote terrible things, and it's like, guys, I'm not a. It, Bro, I'm it's funny because I was responding and just saying, I'm not a Star Wars fan. Yeah, I, I'm about. You can't use that on me.
2: Yeah, I'm about to just tell a lot of these people like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> like, is that what you want to hear? Like, do, you, do yeah. you? Is that what you want? Um, and I saw somebody else recently that was was talking about how it. it you one of the weird things you're seeing right now is like all these quote unquote like nerds and geeks are going to see like billion dollar marvel movies or whatever and then all of the the jocks are like reading philosophy <laughs> it's like this weird this kind of like weird switch or whatever and it's in it, it, it but what's so funny too is there's a thing going on right now um that was happening where uh a lot of um people who like lift um who are getting in shape a lot of them are really like into anime and stuff like that Yep. Um, and so I don't know if you saw that video going around TikTok of the guy like being like, what's with all these effing nerds g- yes, getting I into, did. getting into anime. And he just got completely roasted by, I mean, that thing was in my timeline for weeks of people just co- like commenting back. Uh, and the guy kept like doubling down, but props to him. he never, de- he never deleted the video. Yes. Um, I always, I, you, you always know that you, you've won when someone finally like deletes the video. Uh, and if you don't do it you know, eventually people shut up, and then yep. you've got a really popular video that pushes you up into the algorithm. Yes. So, uh, all of that to be said, Joseph, if people want to support us on all of these different platforms, how can they
3: do that? They can. Go to our direct.me link, and there you can support us by going to the PayPal link donation. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Hold on. It's been a minute. <laughs> got ahead of myself. We utilize a value-for-value system here, which means you can donate to us in the form of your time, talent, and treasure. You can click our direct.me link, and there you'll find our PayPal link donation. And you can click it. Set up a... All we're asking for is a $1 a month donation, recurring donation, and you can include a note in there. Any note that you include, we'll read it live on the air. We'll start doing our own donation segment. And as long as it's not obscene, We'll read it. Uh, you can also uh, donate Bitcoin to us. We have a Bitcoin wallet address. And there is also, if you don't have a dollar a month to spend, because you know I understand there are some people who don't have it, then you can help us by sharing our YouTube page, our TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, our podcast by word of mouth on social media. You can follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to us there. Like, comment, engage with us on our videos. Our we've crossed the five uh, the 500 subscriber mark, and we're already a quarter of the way to 600. Our Moving YouTube, on yeah, or, or I should say our TikTok, we have over 3,200 followers. We got a thousand this past week, and we have over 2.1 million views on TikTok, so we're really taking off on there as well so follow us there follow us on instagram as well our engagement on there has been great more of our videos are starting to hit now randomly i don't understand instagram's <laughs> algorithm at I,
2: all yeah i think it's just screwed up right now i, yeah, I think it is
3: yeah well, because it's what not, hits the, and what doesn't it's completely on me
2: it's completely inconsistent yes it like, is like why is the warriors clips doing really well and then the new popular stuff is getting like four views (laughs) what
3: i have no idea the warrior stuff has done better than at least the last one i posted is our highest grossing one so far so yeah you can uh support us that way again dollar a month if you want to do more that's great but that's all we're asking for if you can do that if whatever you can or cannot do we just just thank you for supporting us and coming along with us for this ride
2: all right well let's go ahead and get into the news we actually have some good news uh this week at least one of these stories um and uh it's that the uh, federal government canceled the fauci-funded animal experiments now if you guys have been listening to us for a while we talked this is way back uh last year um, I think sometime in September. I was trying to find the exact episode, uh, but our, our show notes were not exactly like well done when we first started. Yeah. <laughs> there's like a lot of just random uh, titles for things, but there's no yeah. no like uh, links to a lot of stuff. Anyway, we we talked about how uh, the NIH was using specifically beagles to do these awful experiments on um, uh, t- for different products. Uh, The Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, uh, which operated um, in the NIH, was uh, funding horrific experiments on beagles, um, and obviously they were using taxpayer dollars to do such, or at least that's the idea in the way that it's supposed to work. I'm sure there was plenty of printed money headed their way as well. and. As you guys know, it was kind of a big deal for for the both of us. Like I had a Beagle growing up, so this obviously pissed me off a lot. And the other thing that was really rough about this situation was that the guy who's over the NIH or was at the time, I think he's retired. Do you remember that guy's name? It, oh man. It, it slipped in my mind. I can oh, see no. his face and we had that video of him playing the guitar really badly.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the evangelical evangelical yeah. you know, hero um, during that time. What was yeah. his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh crap um what was his name
2: former head of nih his name was dr francis collins
3: yes that's it yes
2: so yeah there was a whole lot of like garbage going around there and i found it kind of odd that a guy that was over the nih who was a professing christian was cool with the torture of animals right Um, which is something that's interesting to me because i think that Tends to get overlooked in Christian communities, where it's like there are just certain things that, let's say, modern Christian culture sort of just accepts as normal, like war.
3: Yep. Animal experimentation. Offer any kind of pushback on that? Yeah, there. There's There's just like you can't be. You know, if we talk about being consistent with our beliefs, right? Right. And so you can't be pro-life right it's good to be against abortion right mm-hmm. that's a good thing but you can't be pro-life and then pro-war yeah those two things don't add up Yep. uh
2: so this story by hannah cox from basedpolitics.com says uh fortunately the experiment stopped last month thanks to an effective freedom of information act request filed by the wcw uh americans that's uh the the white Co- wait, white coat waste project um, Americans were alerted to the fact that the NIAID was planning to spend another 1.8 million in taxpayer dollars on a series of five painful experiments on puppies between now and August uh, 2023 so uh, this is great um, awesome on everyone who pointed this out uh, it's crazy that uh, this didn't end the careers of anyone you know yep uh and i don't know it, what's going on that covered for this but
3: man it's, it's kind of crazy how that happens right yeah. it's for all the criticisms we offer trump if what's going on with hunter Biden right now <laughs> oh dude yeah. had that been donald trump jr or ivanka or whoever else right i mean it would be everywhere and now they're you know trying to say face with that uh according to some things on Google like Google trying to limit the searches and so it's, it's it's interesting how certain political figures and it's happened on the right before as well of course make no mistake about it are protected when if it's anyone else you know their careers would be ruined yeah, exactly uh, it, it, it's, it's kind of like we talked like I've talked about before when it comes to pastors doing certain things like take you know this recent thing of grooming and abuse in the SBC right if that's a business owner or you know whoever else in the community people will be after them right but because it's a pastor doing these things people more so come to their defense and so it's same kind of the same link there Uh, with politics is when it's your guy you know when it's in your tribe you know people tend to last longer so to say in this case the establishment media they they don't catch as much flack
2: right they they circle the wagons in certain mm-hmm. incidences and then in others it's like fair game, yep uh, for that person yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of I was I was listening to no agenda today while I was mowing the lawn and they were they were talking about how there's a lot of people in the um com, uh, the media communications stuff going on in Biden's administration right now like a lot of right. them quit oh um, yeah like they're, they're a lot of them were walking out and they just mentioned they're like if this was Trump's administration, this would be running on every news station for a week. You know, yep. Um, but you're right. It's the same thing with this like Biden stuff. It's like, or hit, hit with the Hunter Biden stuff. It's like, which we're gonna probably cover what? next week. We were trying to kind of wait to see what came out about it, and it's gonna be all over the place this week anyway. So you guys won't be uh, hard up to to find out
3: information. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, you know, speaking about how it happens on the right is, I'm not seeing anyone on the right talk about how Donald Trump recently said drug dealers should be received. Oh down. yeah. Dang, man! I think that was
2: the one. I didn't add that into the the stuff, but you're right. He did. It was it was uh was it users and dealers. Was that what it was? Because there were yep. two specific categories that he had mentioned.
3: Um, I, th- I think it. But I you got to remember, it was just dealers. But maybe he did say users. I wouldn't be surprised. But I think specifically it was dealers.
2: This, this is the same guy who said that uh, people who burn the flag should be thrown in jail. So yeah, I I, and there's a lot of people who were just like, yeah, Trump. And you're like, guys, I don't know. I don't. I really don't want to talk about like I, the uh, like idols, like specifically um, um, American symbolism that is idolatry. Um, yep. The American flag is one of those things, and it's it's pretty especially Christians, right? Um. Yeah. Let me let's see. Trump on drug dealers. Uh, let's see if I can find. Uh, Trump urges death penalty for drug dealers. China has no drug problem. What? Shut up, Trump. What? That can't be right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. yeah sure. Let's see. Uh, Trump praises China's draconian policy of swift executions for drug dealers. Oh, so yeah, maybe you're right. It was it was just drug dealers. I don't only ones that don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Why is he saying this stuff?
3: Yep. <coughs> Absolutely crazy, man
2: it's just it's time to move past all of these like boomer this like boomer logic for this stuff
3: right that's a perfect way to define it i don't get people's obsession with him man i really i really don't
2: i listen i get that he probably would have been the better option in in our uh, current circumstance but people got to remember like He locked down the country, and a lot of the people now who have been like Republican, like I, I, and again, this is TikTok, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. But like they're like Republicans are were the ones standing up against mask mandates. I'm like, no, you weren't. Yeah. (laughs) Like what? What are you talking about? There's it's like politics, politics in particular, and this like cult like behavior that people have towards um, Republicans or Democrats. It's delusional a lot of the time yeah where you're like no dude everyone that i knew when this thing first started um even in in even like some of the more popular libertarians like dude honestly if it wasn't for like eric july i don't know for me specifically where i i'd be like standing on a lot of this stuff right now like we're gonna talk about that in the next episode too but like i owe that dude so much (laughs) It's kind of yep. unbelievable, but even even some of the other uh, pretty hard hardcore libertarians that I I follow or whatever, a lot of them are like, you know, I didn't really know for a little while, um, and I think we've talked about that in the past on here, sort of like our experience with like the mask masking stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it for me the thing that it's like I started listening to Eric July and I was like, yeah, this stuff is garbage. Like none of this makes sense. And then I remember accidentally not wearing my mask into Lowe's one day. And I just went, Oh, nobody cares. And then I just stopped wearing it everywhere. <laughs> I just stopped. I just I just didn't. And then the only times I would put it on is just to stay out of uh like massive confrontations with people uh in Asheville.
3: Yeah, exactly. And that, and, was, and that, that was, was really it. And now it doesn't it, even it,
2: doesn't matter for the most part.
3: I think people forget forget the crazy around all that during the time. No matter how many studies I would show people and talk to people about that happened way before COVID was even a thing regarding masks, showing that they're not effective, statistically speaking, right? Yeah. At slowing or preventing. And no, Dr. Fauci said yes, you know, or or, or whoever. Like, no, the science says yes. And it's like, no, it literally doesn't. And up until now where it changed, you know, just for whatever reason, even though all this, we have all these series of studies of decades worth of work done, but yeah, Matt, I think you're just right. That what was the point that you were making in? So I make sure I make a correct correct statement because I was going to say <laughs> that it's all just tribalism. Well, that, yeah, day.
2: that's what I that's what I was saying. It's like people are delusional on both sides. Yeah, and there's some libertarians too. I mean, that fall into that that camp as well. Yeah, um, I don't don't get it like you know don't get it twisted. There are it, any any sort of thing that people are following after, and, and again, I can even say the same thing about uh, certain parts of Christianity. People will get delusional about, about it. certain things, and you're just like, you've completely missed the target, right? Yep. Uh, and yeah, it's just kind of, that's kind
3: of where we're at. Yeah, Eric yeah. July, Ron Paul, and a few others. Yeah. Mainly them, too. A ton yeah, of... I, it, it was just one of
2: those things that's like, I think I'd been Support. going through such a, like a lackadaisical thing up until Rona. And then randomly, I think I had been listening to Eric July a little, like for, for a little while before that on and off, but he was at that point, he was mostly talking about like comics and video games and stuff. And I thought mm-hmm. he had some interesting, interesting takes on things, whether I agreed with him or not. And then he kind of started talking more about his band and then was talking more on like, this is all from YouTube and talking about libertarianism and then started listening to his music and his music is uh, very, um, like ancap cap libertarian focus yes. in a lot of places. Um, and I started, he started talking about like, he talks about books in his songs and, um, a lot of these different things. And I just started kind of like digging into it mostly because I didn't have anything better to do. <laughs> I was, big, I was like going to work and going home all the time. And I think I'd probably be more of an insane person right now had I
3: not done that. Yeah. And No Agenda too. Can't forget that. Uh, oh,
2: oh, yes. Of course. And yes, No Agenda was massive during that time. Um, I, I Yes. Yeah. People who
3: make you too. feel sane are very appreciated because yes. you. Um, we've gotten even those comments from people. And it's like because you feel like you're in this echo chamber of hearing the same things constantly when someone... And you're like, am I and you're thinking opposite from the echo chamber, and you're like, Am I the only you feel like you're the only one who thinks yeah. this way. Yeah. And when you hear other people support you, it has a huge impact.
2: Yeah, and that it makes a big difference because you're like, Okay, I, I I'm not even now, dude, when I find other creators that aren't the ones that I've been following for a while and mm-hmm. they're talking about similar things, I'm like, I'm so glad it's not just us. Yep. And that there is this this part of the internet that is m- at, l- at least mildly aware you know even if they haven't fully figured it out yet um it's it's really cool to see um, Yeah. so anyway totally uh, let, agree. let's let's move on to another delusional uh politician um <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is governor hochel of the great state of new york And uh, this was her her message regarding um, the gun laws that they're trying to get passed there. I just I thought this was this was pretty, pretty great. Um,
4: Do you have the numbers to show that it's the concealed carry permit holders that are committing crimes? Because the lawful gun owner will say that you're attacking the wrong person. It's really people that are getting these guns illegally that are causing the violence, not the people going and getting. The permit legally, and that's the basis for the whole Supreme Court argument. Do you have the numbers? I don't need to have numbers. I don't need, I don't have to have a data point to point to to say that this is going to. Ma- All I know is I have a responsibility to the people of this state to have sensible gun safety laws, and this one was not devised by the Hochul administration. It comes out of an administration from 1908. I don't need a data point to make the case that I have a responsibility to protect the people of this state. Somebody who's going to go do a mass shooting or something like that may not go get a concealed carry. I never said there's any correlation between our solution here and the Buffalo case. In fact, I signed a package of 10 laws following Buffalo that dealt with the, issue, the issues that were raised there.
5: Hokel's gun laws, passed after the Topps grocery store shooting in Buffalo, raised the age at which a New Yorker can purchase a firearm to 21. But now there are questions about whether restricting public spaces under the new bills infringe on Second Amendment rights.
4: What if they can't practice self-defense because of the restrictions? My point, let me me give you, you like statistics, you like numbers. I said at the outset, five people per 100,000 have died from gun violence in the state of new york the guns the states that have more liberal laws you know carry guns everywhere you want on the theory of self-protection their average is about 28.6 percent. more people are dying in those states governor
2: so yeah Um, (laughs) she doesn't need the numbers
3: sounds like kamala harris right yeah,
2: I was actually, so I wanted to add to this. I, I, it's so funny. I, there were a couple times when I was putting some of these show notes together. I was like, oh, man, I want this. I want to add this. But I couldn't remember later what it was. Um, so, Colio Noir, I'm going to see if I can find this. Ah, oh, I got it. The, so, he's going to explain, or at least he's got a clip in one of his videos, where he explains what um, this specific law for concealed carry is. And I thought this would be, like, uh, pretty useful and I know we talk about like gun stuff on here a lot it's just it's in the, the public sphere <laughs> so I can't really help it and I think some of this stuff is really fascinating uh, the way that they're like uh, you know she's like I don't need the numbers and then it's like you're making it really hard for anyone to protect themselves in New York like and this gives just a bit more of a this is how difficult it is to get the concealed carry so let me make sure this is all set all right here we go
1: all right. Democrat leadership in New York did in response to the Supreme Court, saying that people have a right to carry a firearm for their
0: self-protection out in public. So now state lawmakers are poised to adopt some new rules.
4: This is nothing to do with lawful gun owners, nothing to do with them at all
0: but legal gun owners in new york who had to renew their concealed carry permits every five years will now have to do it every three in addition they now have to complete sixteen hours of classroom training two hours on a live range and pass a written test with a score of at least eighty percent then you would have to meet with a licensing officer for an interview during which time you'd have to provide the names ages and contact information for members of your household and for references outside of it people who could attest that you are of good moral character then you'd have to give up all of your current and past social media accounts so the licensing officer could look through them and see if anything you posted might in their mind be objectionable and disqualify you. If you clear all those hurdles, there would be an exhaustive list of places where you could not carry your gun, many of which already banned them. These include government buildings, schools and medical facilities, but also churches, libraries, theaters, arenas and stadiums. You could not carry your pistol in a park, on a playground, at a polling place or at a parade or protest. You also couldn't carry in a bar or a restaurant which serves alcohol in fact under the new laws you couldn't enter any private business with a legal gun unless they post a sign which says you can and even if you mistakenly carry someplace you shouldn't you could be charged with a felony where if convicted you would lose your right to keep and bear arms the new laws also add another layer of bureaucracy when you go to legally purchase a gun lawful gun owners have long been subject to a background check at point of purchase through the national instant criminal background check or NICS. but now instead of the gun dealer doing it they must turn it over to the state police to conduct that check and wait for them to do it before they can sell you the gun. There is no time limit for how long they may take, and the state police will also charge the dealer a fee to do what they used to do, which would likely be passed on to the customer. same thing whenever you go to buy ammunition for your gun.
4: And so to the the legal gun owners, we will protect your legal rights.
2: So I just... (laughs) Is that not insane?
3: Did I lose you? Sorry, I thought I was unmuted. I didn't realize that. <laughs> it's but all uh, good. <laughs> Sitting there talking to myself there. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that is insane. And hopefully this will be taken to the Supreme Court again. And, you know, I have my own opinions on the Supreme Court. But sure, sure. hopefully they'll stride that down as well. If it wasn't for Kavanaugh, all these uh, restrictions would have been uh, overturned in the last ruling. Yeah. But he came in being more pragmatic and of upholding, course. Course. you know, yeah. the bull crap.
2: Oh, I'm sure I'm sure him, his life being threatened on multiple occasions didn't have anything to do with that either. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, that's it, what's interesting, too, is that what, Joseph, did you would you say would be the common connection between all of the places that in New York you're not allowed to carry? Did you notice like a. There, there's like a specific common connection in all of those. What is it? It's that's where mass shootings happen. Oh yeah, yeah. Ninety percent of the time. Yep. In churches, all those places where
3: you can't carry
2: churches, schools, grocery stores, government buildings. Um, I can't even remember the. I mean, it, it was an exhaustive. It was basically like restaurants. Yeah, you can bars. carry in your front yard.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. You can't carry on the sidewalk anymore, can't carry in the road, you can only carry in your front yard, that's basically it. Yeah, it's it's nuts, dude. The parks, um, man, it was just essentially everywhere.
2: I can't understand how anyone concealed carries there that isn't either military or police, because I assume there's exemptions for stuff like that
3: oh yeah there there are Uh, uh, exemptions if you're uh military or police or private security you know you're exempt from it but what was crazy to me is that you have these corporations like my wife used to work for a a corporation and they weren't allowed to carry but was all female staffed right and they didn't have any security there and they used to get harassed all the time with random creeps calling asking their bra sizes, asking all sorts of inappropriate questions or making inappropriate statements and stuff like that. And I was thinking that the corporation should be held responsible should any guy come up there and do anything. Yeah. Because you're not allowing them to at least at, at the very least if you're going to say no guns, you would hire armed security. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, well and, they I, don't care.
2: I I think a lot of the stuff that goes on with um gun laws and people acting as if this stuff is going to be the thing that protects them is really silly. Yeah. Um, and borderline, it it's delusional in, in some cases where it's like people just believe, like for whatever reason, believe that um, they're going to be safe as yeah. if nothing, nothing can like get to them. Um, and I, I just, I don't know, I, I think over the last couple of years, my opinion on that is significantly changed. Like I know I mean I grew up in Atlanta. Like I've always kind of been aware of like violence. Mm-hmm. Um and the potential for that. Uh but now man, I mean like you, you see videos now of these like like protesters in uh some of these bigger cities and they're getting more belligerent, they're getting more violent. Um and you could just be a normal person and walk down the the wrong street, like normal street one day accidentally run across a group of people that just for whatever reason decide they, they want to get violent with someone and you can find yourself in a really tough spot. Yep, Um, and that's
3: where your firearm comes in. I mean, I was yeah. just watching a video last week and it was in a, a a restaurant and this guy, you know, that works there came up and you know, in this hallway and there was this woman in front and then this other woman behind her and he decked the woman in front and the woman behind her pulled out her gun and pointed at him, and he backed up real fast. Yep. <laughs> and it's just, you know, women. That's the best way for women and everyone, but specifically women, to protect yourself because nine times nine times out of ten, you're going up against someone who's bigger than you, who doesn't have to have fight experience in order to overpower you. Yeah. It it
2: just it the it makes no sense in my head logically why if you're terrified as a woman of being attacked, um, why you wouldn't own a firearm. Yeah, like the cognitive only, dissonance there. Yeah, if only there was a way that I could statistically improve my odds of getting raped. Yeah, of not getting raped. Excuse me. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, I, I got what
2: you're saying. <laughs> my bad, guys. Slip of the tongue. Uh, yeah. Forty and slip. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the episode if only there is a way i could statistically improve my
5: chances
2: <laughs> someone clips that out of context <laughs> Dude.
0: Uh, oh. uh yeah
2: but that's that's the thing is like if you're if you're worried about that or you're worried about like any sort of physical harm coming to you because you're a woman you know if it was m- m- well known that Women in the state of North Dakota or North Carolina were now concealed carrying at high, like very high rates. I don't know if the news got around enough, or if enough people were getting shot in those incidences. I don't know if you saw the news story about all of these uh, these shootings in uh, Philly getting yep. getting proven to be self defense. It's like there's been a huge rise in those cases, and then them being uh, acquitted on self defense or whatever the case may be. Um, I was just like, yeah, it's because. People are figuring it out. Yep. And then it's like if you're if you're, you know, a um, a we'll just say a lawful gun owner, if you're a, a uh, someone who's doing it for self-defense and you understand when you're supposed to be able to use a firearm, um, especially in a city like Philly or some of these places that are are more violent. Um, they just are. I, I you know, there's no way around that. Yeah. Uh, nope. and, and then you have a place like New York where the mayor is just she's clueless.
3: Absolutely. And she's violence is... the governor, is, right? Yeah. mayor. Yeah, she's a governor. It's Eric Adams. That's the yeah. mayor. The cracker and guy. And violence just seems... What's that? The cracker guy. Yeah, yeah. The cracker guy. Uh, violence just seems to be on the rise everywhere, man. And you got inflation going on. And it's just going to get worse and worse. And that's why I'm telling people get armed to be able to properly defend yourself. Yeah. And, you know, it's just something worth biting. I'm biting it this week. I'm finally uh, getting... Us both a firearm, nice. and you know, I grew up shooting guns and stuff like that. I just, for many reasons, haven't bought one yet. And we're going to be getting our concealed weapons license, you know, the whole nine. Mm. But just so that you know, we were just both at Walmart, and we we're like, you know what? If some dude came up in here and was like, started to you know, pull out a weapon, go ham, hey, we're screwed. Yeah. Um. Or you know, whatever case, and you know, it's just it goes back to you can't rely on the police or anyone else to defend yourself. Exactly.
2: All right. Well, on that note, Ellie Weekly put out a story recently uh, that I thought was really interesting. Um, this was from June 23rd. It says, Federal cannabis arrests jumped 25% under Biden administration. <laughs> I mean, that's it, right? We don't even need to talk yeah. about it anymore.
3: But it says, after a. am di- not surprised. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I got you.
6: Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>
4: there's people out there who aren't listening to god and what god wants
3: <laughs> oh man i can't is it really not that surprising that the top cop kamala harris and old racist man himself joe biden yeah the uh, 94 you know, crime bill yep <laughs> super predator man himself uh you know the arrest for cannabis jumped 25 under him yeah, so
2: yeah and alt oh, man it's so funny this happens every time a Democrat gets elected. Dude, this happened for eight years under Obama, where people are like, he's gonna he's gonna legalize it. It's gonna happen. Never happened. You know? Yep. Uh, I actually, that was one of those things I actually thought Trump might do. Uh, yeah. In his four years. Well, I think
3: he said that uh, if Congress put a bill in front of him, he'd sign it. Or he'd sign it. Yeah. yeah.
2: They just never did because the, uh, I think um, there's a lot of other companies, especially I can't, so there's been a thing with the vape stuff recently because cigarettes it's not you know they've moved away from that all of it is essentially around like vaping and um, I guess e-cigs are still a thing maybe Uh, and Juul is getting just like completely trounced by some other company right now because uh, the lobby for this other company is trying to like push them out of the business yep, um, so that they can put their product in and so you still have all these reasons why it's not being like legalized on a federal level or whatever. Um, which is so, it's still sort of surprising to me, I guess, because like the amount of taxes they'd be able to get out of that it would be, it'd be pretty amazing. big. Yeah. Dude,
3: I've been telling, uh, I was just telling my wife, uh, this past week, I was like, man, my mom sure did get out, uh, before all the craziness happened because she, you know, COVID uh, and a bunch more than other than uh-huh. just COVID, but that- the
2: January 6th, worse than 9 11 Jan- in Pearl Harbor event.
3: Yeah that, The abuse in the church, the uh, all, all sorts of things, but this other one, this jewel thing, now with the government trying to completely disband jewel. Uh, you know, she uh, smoked a lot of jewel, so yeah, yeah, I find it funny.
2: Uh, yeah, so this just—it's it, basically a bunch of numbers. Um, it's, 2021 saw a similar bump in the amount of plants destroyed by feds and partners via the domestic uh, eradication program. The 5.5 million cannabis plants destroyed represented 20% more plants than the previous year. So they're basically saying, like, since he's been in office, these things have gone way up, which just isn't surprising. Nope. Um, And just, I really, I guess what you would take from that is that there's someone in his administration that's pulling those strings. I doubt it's him. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you know, he fell off his bike a couple weeks ago. I doubt he's the one that's... (laughs)
3: Yeah, you think you don't think he's the mastermind behind no, everything?
2: No, I, I don't think so. I don't think he or Kamala really
3: is. Um, no, it, Good. You no know, it's, it's hard it's, to determine who's worse. At least he can. Oh man, is, does he put m- together more coherent sentences than Kamala does? Um, or is she just is it just no, the laziness like, of her to where you know she's not really doing any studying? She's just here and she has an imposter syndrome, and so she's trying to figure yeah. it out as she goes. The, the and difference. She's not,
2: I would say the difference is that she can actually say words, but they're just as incoherent. Yeah. So you can understand every word that she says, but it's just it's uh, it, uh, it's purple prose. I don't know if we actually talked about the yes. show. It's purple prose. So everything she says is this like she's trying to be like flowery about it and sound like she knows what she's talking about. And it's just like,
3: um, well, I don't even think it's purple prose, because even that would be better than what she says. <laughs> It's more of it's her like attempt. It's her attempt from the at dawn it. of time, it has proceeded this way because as time, as you know, with time, it moves forward and it moves backwards. Yeah, that's, and- oh, dude, that's totally—it's totally purple prose. Because <laughs> no, but when I think of purple prose, I think of it sounding more sophisticated than that. Uh,
2: yeah, maybe, but I, the whole idea is that it's—it's it's something that. You believe sounds intelligent or yeah, uh, like you're well-spoken, and in That's reality, true. everyone's like, "I, what are you talking about?" <laughs> it's just there to as an illusion, essentially, to yeah. sound really nice when it doesn't. Whereas with Biden, it's it's very um, just just incoherent a lot of the time. Sometimes he he says things, um, but yeah, it's. Man, and I don't know. I don't know if it's do you think it's gotten worse with him or is he kind of plateaued in the mumble mumbo jumbo
3: that he says? Oh man. I I don't think he's plateaued. I think it's getting worse, think man. It's getting worse. I do.
2: Well, you know what else is getting worse? What's that? Um people are stealing food now from stores like Aldi. Um and they have now had to put security tags on blocks of cheese. Um i thought this was a joke uh when i sent it to you at first and then i went you know i should probably look this up because i'm kind of curious if this is real it's real uh i don't think it's everywhere um it looks like uh the photos it's in the uk it seems to be where some of the problems are coming from uh but i would be really curious to see if this uh comes up anywhere else um so, yeah, it's a discount grocer. Aldi is securing $4.80 blocks of cheese in plastic security cages to deter shoplifting amid cost of living crisis.
3: So, just kind of interesting, man. Go steal some cheese from Walmart, people. Yeah. For legal reasons, I have to say that's a joke. <laughs> in Minecraft. Yeah, in Minecraft. Now, I saw this, and a comment was like, if you're stealing from Walmart, I'm looking the other way. If it's a locally owned <laughs> place... I'm calling you out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, don't support Walmart. Yeah, I do. i don't. I never go in there anymore. I, I'm, so one of our locally owned grocery stores just had an update. We went in there this past weekend, and it was a fantastic update. Thank you, grocery store, for updating, because now we're no longer going to go to uh, Walmart anymore. Yeah. We're going to go to this place. And even though it's a little bit more expensive, I'd rather give them— the money than walmart yeah just me there's also we also had another grocery store here i say they're locally owned they're not they're a franchise here in the midwest both of them are but this other one is like really expensive in comparison and it doesn't justify the cost difference between walmart and and uh, uh I get that. their stuff it's like you know like when you go to Publix, things are typically like a dollar more expensive depending you know with sales and everything like that but this place was like three dollars Consistently more with a lot of their products. Wow, yeah, but then this other grocery store uh, that just had the update. Yeah, they're they're more around the public price. Okay, about a dollar more. So yeah, all right,
0: all right.
2: Uh, so
3: yeah, screw Walmart.
2: Yeah. Well, you sent me this next clip. I'm pretty yes. sure. Um, I don't know if there was any anything you wanted to say before I played it. I just thought this was really interesting.
3: It, I find it interesting as well how. It's not just Israel, but even our own government does this. Yeah. So I'll let you, that's a setup for it. Yeah, 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 here we go. Israeli
2: government is flying out like celebrities for free out there to do a tour for free, and it's on the house. They fly you first class the whole thing. And I go, it's free? They go, yeah, it's not free. Because when you land there, they go, you have to every day tweet positive things about israel Israel. yeah right yeah and i just felt so uneasy uh, uneasy about it i don't know much about it i just know that they're in conflict but i did i did what they said it was just basically you know oh um palestines i know israel's a beautiful country yeah that's probably true that's true it is true but then it's like i had to tag the government in it (laughs) or whatever Uh oh Okay, so I'm gonna stop it there because he curses a little at the end, so we'll avoid. Yeah. <laughs> we'll avoid that. Yeah, but I think it's 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 kind of funny. That's like, I, I think that um, uh, Dubai does this. Yes. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on there, though, with like the the the, the uh like Arab princes. I've heard some. Yeah, yeah. i Be
3: careful with an Arab prince. I've man. heard some. Sto- I've heard
2: some stories, man.
3: So. I have too. Um, I've heard
2: the same stories you yeah, have. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, I just I think that's really interesting. It's like they're clearly, and I think you're gonna, they're they're clearly like trying to get a get across like a certain public image, you know? Yeah. Uh, and a lot of it, this is the same thing we kind of talked about with, um, with the Rings of Power, where they sent, uh, you know, they they tried to do their dumb little like, oh, we got these Lord of the Rings fans, and then everyone looked into it, and they're like, these people aren't even fans. And so they went, oh crap, we got called out and we got, like everybody figured it out. And so then they were like, okay, well now we're really going to get Lord of the Rings fans. And then so you had all these people who were doing like lore channels or whatever the case may be. Um, and there's some, we've had a couple people with some conspiracy theories, even about some of those channels, uh, that I thought was interesting, but they get, got people who at least seem to know what they were talking about when it came to specifically the lore in Lord of the Rings. Um, and all of them went and they're like, you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> right? It's a si- It's like a yep. similar thing to yep. this idea of these countries being like, come here and you have to say something good uh, about this place.
3: Um, Man, that's a spot on analogy you use with the Lord of the Rings yeah, uh, channel that's going there. That's exactly what's going on.
2: So, just really interesting. And it's something that people need to be aware of when people are promoting products. Um, again, this is a, a one of those reasons that we are trying our hardest not to promote stuff to you. Yep. You know, like, I don't want to get on here one day and be like, brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends, or yeah. whatever the case may be. And don't get me wrong, I get it. Like, some people do it, like, make the money. I just I just don't want to do it.
3: I just no, and, I and feel dirty about it. that's the whole it. point of the value for value system is that we don't want sponsors, because once you start getting sponsors, that encroaches on your free speech, because that's what advertisers do. Yep if my sponsor is, is the Lawnmower 4.0 by what's that company Manscaped. called? Manscaped. Terrible product. Don't get it. Uh, here's You've been the, warned.
2: Here's the thing though. Like if Ridge called us up, I, I might be okay. I've had a Ridge wallet for like four or five years.
3: Yeah. So it's and like I've there's had,
2: there's stuff out there that like I, I'm not, I, I'd rather not do it. But if if the donations aren't there, yeah, the value we'll for value system, is like we there's something that we may have to do with that. But at the very least, you guys will know like if we like it, we like it. Like, we're not going to use yeah. stuff. But I really do want to avoid that.
3: Yeah, and it, the it, main it, point being is that Manscape is terrible. Don't buy it. Yeah. The Priora Beardscape is way, way <laughs> better.
2: All right. So, we're going to move on to the Netherlands. Um, yeah, and some of yeah. the stuff that's going on there. So, I'm just going to play this clip. Um, this has happened everywhere. One of the other places that this is going on is Sri Lanka. We may actually talk about that next week. Um, but the, uh, there's just a lot of protests and a lot of disruption and, um, in some places violence that's happening because a lot of these governments are making, uh, the normal people's lives very difficult. So we're just going to play
6: this. And in the Netherlands, farmers are staging nationwide protests after government's decision to cut down on its emissions of nitrogen oxide and ammonia by 2030. The decision has resulted to cause discomfort in the Netherlands' lucrative agriculture sector. The Dutch government decided to slash 50% of its nitrogen emissions by 2030 and has set aside an extra fund of 25.6 billion US dollars to make the necessary changes. But this decision has sparked a nationwide protest by the farmers. Agitated farmers believe the target is unfeasible and will only threaten their livelihood. Moreover, farmers across the country held mass demonstrations and blocked highways with their tractors, while few of them had a scaffold with police officials, just outside the home of minister in charge of government's nitrogen policy. Meanwhile, as, clash, or as clashes continue, Between farmers and the government, the decision aims at protecting environment and human health from the pollution caused by nitrogen oxide and ammonia, raising the nutrient levels and acidity in the soil, leading to a reduction in biodiversity, while airborne nitrogen leads to smog and tiny particles that damages people's health. I'm afraid not, because it seems to be very fast and there is a legacy already for 40 years because the problem was much bigger in the 1980s. We then called it acid rain. And considering that legacy, it doesn't make so much difference if we do it in seven or 10 or 12 years. We anyhow have to wait for decades for the nature to improve seriously. The farmers even raised their concerns over the decision by saying if the pollution crisis was so severe, then the government should provide huge compensation to the farmers who are on the verge of losing most of their cattle. While top administrative court and legislative advisory body said in the coming years, it will bring more clarity for the farmers by giving them to choose between becoming sustainable or to stop their practice.
3: Mm. Yeah, so... Government forcing <clears> you <throat> to decide what you want to do.
2: Yeah, I also think it's really interesting that like acid rain is kind of getting a... <laughs> yeah. It's it's getting its comeback from the 80s. Hey,
3: there's the name of our episode, Acid, Acid Rain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: um, the
3: uh, I like the sound of that.
2: It's it's odd. I there's a lot in there that I, you know neither of us are farmers. Right. Uh, there's a lot in there that I, I find really interesting, and I I think again, thing that is the most annoying is that instead of let's just go off of the assumption for a minute that everything the government is saying in the Netherlands is true which I'm I don't believe but even if it is true right and they're like okay so we need to change the way that farming works the answer is not to immediately change it and ruin the lives of like hundreds or thousands of people yeah it's just not you, it's you not ha- at all you have to do it slowly so that people have time to be able to make those changes so that they can sustain.
3: Yep. And assimilate into either becoming a sustainable farmer, as they put it, using their terms, or assimilating into another career field.
2: Yeah. And it's it's that quote that I've gone back to before with Chappelle, where he talks about when you take a man, like taking away a man's livelihood is akin to killing him, Yep. Um we're seeing a lot of that in Sri Lanka right now where it's starting to get more violent because the government took away the people's livelihoods because of the amount of debt that they were in and things are starting to get are starting to escalate. I don't know how violent it's gotten over there. Um I haven't seen anything that's been
3: you know too terrible bad, too terribly bad. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll get some news of that pretty soon, but I mean they uh, they got into one of they they've been busting into like uh, government buildings the prime minister or whatever their like president type person is over there uh resigned in the last like day yep. or so i think
3: so there's they a, took over his house yeah they there's were a,
2: they're like in the pool. pool yep yep <laughs> uh there there's all sorts of crazy stuff going on and this is kind of what we've been talking about where it's like one of the reasons that we're so for the rollback in our own country of the federal government is because they just are screwing everything up. You know, you asked me um, uh, a couple days ago about like our slogan, politics ruins everything. Yes. And because some people have been just like taking it out of context when we talk about movies because there's like, well, there's politics in movies. It's like, moron, that's not like, use your brain for a second and consider like what we're talking about. Like that's not what we're talking about. It's like we're talking about how when politics, like real politics, human politics, gets uh, in the way, or like it gets in the way of everything. It ruins what you could say, like human flourishing.
3: Um, yes. When it becomes uh, all about your identity as well, yeah, yeah, it ruins the product, the human flourishing.
2: There's a right? um, yeah. There's a a uh, a field of economics called praxology mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure i'm pronouncing that correctly uh that essentially comes down to um it's human praxology is the study of of human not human nature uh, human action so the the steps that uh would be taken within like economic structures in order to f- for like good or bad and what we're seeing is that when it comes to governments and this is just happening all over the world like it's impossible to ignore, ignore at this point these yeah. government these governments are and it's happening here too they're they're making terrible choices by either like printing tons of money or shutting down the economy for two years or, or like you know essentially telling people to lock up in their homes printing all this money all the stuff that was going on during rona it's happening all over the world and now one of the things that you're starting to see is the blowback from all of that yep. um
3: and we haven't even gotten to the thick of it
2: yet uh no i don't th- i don't think so um i don't know like who's ultimately going to get up, end up getting hit the hardest i think it's probably china i think if we've seen some of the worst of it anywhere it's China. And that the only reason that we don't know more is because they're still able to kind of like keep things on the pretty BL. hush hush. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's really sad to see. And that when you have governments taking these actions against these farmers, they're ruining their lives
3: and they yep. don't care and they don't care. Right. It, it, they don't No, They don't care at all. I mean, the Dutch police were firing at uh, on arm peaceful protesters.
2: Yeah. I, I remember, it's like we've talked about we were talking about Australia forever uh, when it came to the lockdowns, and then when we were talking about how um, they were basically forcing uh, the jab on people, and all of these cops or whatever, like, well, this is just my job. Yeah, um, we you know we've had uh, clips of that in the past. So yeah, it's I, I just I know there's not a whole lot else to to say about that really, but it's it's just one of those interesting things that it's like politics ruins everything, guys. It's it's infested media it's infested i mean it's always kind of been in uh like corporate press type stuff but when everyone is doing something for um like political points in different yep. arenas um it's like when we talk about like the message or whatever it's wholly political yep like there's not there's nothing about that 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 isn't because for the most part in you could say like progressive circles everyone already didn't care like about your sexual orientation or your skin color. It's like, it wasn't until, uh, things started getting political that that became like it started infesting other places. Like they, I I can't remember who it was, but they used to say that like politics was downstream of culture. Uh, but it seems like they've just kind of been mixing the water in, uh, you know, like mainstream culture over the last like five or six years. Where it's like there, there's not really a difference anymore. It's like all this activism that's that's found its way into all of these different uh, things. It's like that's what we talk about all the time with like Eternals, where you know people are legitimately lying about being like not like uh, Selma Hayek has. I've got the clip somewhere. Yeah, she she like talks about how like oh, 20 years ago I never would have been seen in a movie, and I'm like lady, ye, what are you are you either are, have lost it, you're as <laughs> like delusional as Joe Biden at this point um or you're just straight up lying about this stuff. Yes. And it's wholly political and that's that's where the idea comes from when we talk about how politics ruins everything. Because yeah. it do, it does. It absolutely ruins everything that it touches. That's the end of it. And it's not about someone writing something political in a story a or, or a movie or like governments being in movie. Like that is that is taking it in a direction that it was never in, intended yep. to. Like that's ridiculous. You're just searching for an argument or a fight at that point
3: that isn't anyway, there
2: yeah just to clear the air on that because it came to mind so anyway uh let's move on to uh this news about shinzo abe from japan uh i think this is really interesting i didn't know if you wanted to say anything before i played this clip though
3: oh man i mean it's just you know i know that the japanese has one of the lowest uh, rates of gun control death or gun deaths uh, they have really strict gun control there super super strict yeah extremely strict and i think this guy was campaigning on behalf of someone the former prime minister of uh japan abe when uh this happened uh but i I guess another abe assassinated (laughs) Uh, don't be an abe and run for (laughs) politics okay
2: yeah so yeah it goes into it a little bit um and there's some interesting stuff in this this story Okay. Some like eyebrow raising kind
3: of. Hmm. Oh, yeah. This. uh, Let me check. Oh, yeah. NBC. You got my attention. (laughs) Okay. Here we go.
5: As Japan mourns the loss of a longtime leader, mounting questions around the shocking death of Shinzo Abe. Overnight, Abe's body arriving at a Tokyo temple, the site of a private wake for the former prime minister. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken making his way to Japan, sharing condolences from.
3: All right. You may have to rewind a few seconds. Uh, I wanted to say this. I don't know anything about this former prime minister of Japan, other than that apparently he was good friends with Trump. And I'm seeing a bunch of people on the more conservative side on Twitter that I follow talk about how great of a conservative person he was. I mean, does it mean much coming from who it's coming from to right, me? Right, right. If they're saying like the you know if they're saying that Trump is also great, uh, but. Uh, that, that's all I, that's all I want to say. I don't know anything about Abe, his pol you know, except for he's conservative and the, his, you know, that's it.
2: Yeah. The, um, the thing that I saw a lot was like, Oh, he was very much like against communism or whatever.
3: Yeah. And I'm like, I saw that as well.
2: I'm like, all right. I mean, his country's not exactly like free y'all yeah.
3: like, I, yeah. there's an argument to be made that uh, yeah they're communists
2: they're the, yeah there's something about like um, a lighter
3: form of it maybe y- y- I, yeah
2: i i don't know they're in, very imperialistic yes that's kind of very like, imperialistic. The back the background um they have a very uh they're but the thing is is like i guess you could say they're they're nationalists too um, mm. Like on almost on a hardcore side because yes. they they are not into outsiders. Now that's nope. not a hundred percent true, uh, you know, I, especially because the the internet exists and a, a lot of them are aware of other cultures. Um, metal is a big thing in Japan, which is pretty cool. Uh, but all of that being said, there the, the Japanese have a at, at least um, a perception by people in certain countries as as being unaccepting of people of certain skin tones um and so i don't i don't know how true that is i know that's pretty true in china because uh a former coworker of mine told me one time when she was in the marines uh that her and her like platoon or some of the guys that she was on base with they went they were in they were stationed in china for a while and they went to go get some food um and there was, like, some legitimate, like, situations that happened with, like, the black guy that was in their, their, like, group. Um, and some statements about, like, uh, about not serving certain types of people based on those characteristics uh, in certain restaurants in China. Um, so it's it's not like a, it's not like, I guess, a, in modern terms, like a progressive type area. Um, Anyway, uh, let's keep playing this clip.
5: President Biden. I shared with
3: our Japanese colleagues uh, the sense of loss, the sense of shock that we all feel, the American people feel, uh, at this horrific tragedy and killing.
5: Japanese authorities are now facing a complex murder investigation as they piece together the shooter's plan of attack. Over the weekend, the 41-year-old suspect, Tatsuya Yamagami, was transferred from a local jail to a prosecutor's office. Police say he confessed to killing Abe, and that he believed the former prime minister was tied to a religious group that he said his mother obsessed over, which eventually caused her financial stress. Several Japanese media outlets report that Yamagami said he planned to make explosives for the attack, but switched to homemade guns instead. Investigators seizing multiple weapons during a raid on his home. Still in the wake of tragedy, Japanese voters heading to the polls in an election that Abe was campaigning for when he was shot. Leaders holding a moment of silence before announcing results. A major victory for Abe's party, which earned a supermajority in parliament. Results analysts say are likely bolstered by the news of his death. A grieving country now seeking answers. police investigate. so a
2: little weird there, yeah, right? That it seems that him dying, you know, pushed the the poles in that direction. Um, also, the fact that this guy had multiple guns or like these homemade weapons. yeah, um, <clears throat> find that a little odd. And then uh, also that he had originally planned on using explosives and then switch to these,
3: these homemade firearms. Um, interesting, right? Yeah. And what went and and I know we just listened to it, but how did the votes shift more towards the conservative party? Towards,
2: uh, Abe's party. Yeah. So the campaign that he was, uh, that he was running for. for, uh, it's a major victory for Abe's party, which earned a super majority, um in in parliament and they believe that it's a result it's as a result of him uh being shot and killed yeah so just, just interesting not saying there's anything going on there um i don't know if we'll get any more other than that this is already kind of out of the news we've moved on to you know uh hunter is like you know, coming back around for his new yeah. cycle of news and, um, the stuff in Sri Lanka seems to be, um, pushing away, uh, as well. So, I uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, uh, just interesting. It, it sucks. I mean, y- you know, even within the political class, it's, it's not, it's not great when, when people get murdered.
3: So, no, it's not at all. Generally speaking, it's all called for.
2: Uh, yeah. Um, but I, man I, and maybe it was the case like you know they were saying that this kid or whoever this this man who killed him it was because his like mother was obsessed with some like religious organization that abe was a part of um mm. and i'm like okay um but i don't know it's like usually with this stuff there's blowback you know it's always blowback right there's some sort of intended um
3: outcome for stuff like this and yeah it happens
2: yeah like something that potentially abe did now it could have had to do with this like religious organization who knows um but kind of like what we talk about with 9-11 a lot oh yeah there's a there is generally some even if they're nuts there's some sort of thing that is at least perceived to have been done to the individual for them to go and do something like this yeah um and so yeah, i was just kind of curious uh about why it's like it, there's just a lot of like unanswered questions, uh, with with this guy. Um, but I prefer to call him Abe. Yeah, and and it's you know on again on somewhat more of the conspir- conspiratorial side. I'm curious now because it's got put on my radar because of no agenda. But SSRIs um, seem to be a major problem in a lot of countries and causing uh, issues with mental illness. Mm. Um, so antidepressants for those who don't know um there seems to be some sort of connection where everything seems to be good and the population is almost like uh, n- like just uh, what's the term not neutered uh, but like under control because yeah. all, these, all these people are on like antidepressants and then one person either like gets off of them or something goes wrong and they just like murder a bunch of people yeah <laughs> apparently no, it really I, yeah. no
3: dude it, it really is I mean I I know you know, there's a reason why it tells you when you take antidepressants not to quit them cold turkey. Yeah. Because of the side effects that um, uh, paranoia, delusions, hallucinations, all sorts of things happen um, with if the more severe they are and the, and the higher and, dose you have. Right.
2: Yeah. And I, I can't I don't know if we've really talked about it with the mass shootings that have happened in the states, uh, but it seems that a majority of the shooters were also on SSRIs um, mm. or some form of that. Um, so yeah, I, they're
3: uh, a potential correlation yeah
2: yeah, you never know. Um, all right, so I wanted to finish this on kind of a funny note. If you um I, I, my suggestion for this clip is that if you get to this point in the show and you hear this, it's in the show notes. go actually watch the video because it's hysterical. Yes. I think it's one of the best campaign ads that I've ever seen. Um, and it's uh, from this guy Benny Johnson. Uh, who's running in Arkansas, Ari- is this Arizona or Arkansas? Uh, it really doesn't say on his thing.
3: AZ CD four AZ that's Arizona, Arizona. Uh,
2: but this guy's running in Arizona. It's not the same guy anyway. Um, it's his campaign ad and I, I just think it's really funny. So uh, we're going to play this to close out the show.
1: Democrats like to say that no one needs an AR-15 for self-defense, that no one could possibly need all 30 rounds. But when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats in Klan hoods, you just might need that semi-automatic in all 30
2: rounds.
3: Okay, yeah, so it is Arizona because uh, it's yeah. for Jerome, Jerome Davis, not Ben Johnson. Even that violin at the end, yeah, it's very is, good. Yeah, so I died laughing too, even though I'm kind of mixed on it.
2: Yeah, but it's just so funny because, like, so for those of you obviously who, you can't see this, but the opening shot is of this like Klansman, and he's got a bat, a baseball bat with like barbed wire around it, and he has a donkey on his chest, like the Democrat yeah. symbol. <laughs> and this guy's, in his, he he's going. I think he's trying to go for some sort of like Denzel Washington look. It's my yeah. that would be my assumption and he's like I, sitting drinking coffee looking out the window
3: <laughs> and he sees like 12 you know people in the klansman outfits come up yeah, uh dude, and he so takes funny. out his ar and and they run away and i think basically to put his his ad in a charitable you know connotation is that you know the the leftists meant you know propaganda that the kkk and white supremacy is increasing coming for you well if that's the case then it makes sense for us to be armed yeah well it's like that's right. what
2: we talk about all the time it's mm-hmm. like if you're worried about a white supremacist being hidden hidden behind every bush
3: you know yeah then you know maybe you do need to be armed but uh i think the problem i i have with it is it's not like the kkk is out there attacking by people, right you know and, 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 and it's it's more of constant, like a this constant imagery from the you know 1900s and stuff and yeah you know yeah, it's kind of it's, it's hyperbolic yeah. and <laughs> you know what i mean although yeah, i find yeah, this yeah. hilarious i'm just you know trying to keep it real too
2: uh, agreed yeah it's yeah. um it's one of those situations where you kind of get his point but at the same time it's like oh we're doing it it's not as ridiculous as the guy with the noose noose. from from kentucky right because he this this guy's kind of going after more of you know he's this idea of like you know if this happens why wouldn't you want to be prepared for something like this and he's he's definitely trying to go after like the, the black vote yes um and be like You know, you guys have been told for so long that these people were on your side, but they're not like there's there's a lot to it. Um, But yeah, I mean, but that's always going to be campaign ads. They're always going to be a little like reductive or whatever. Um, It's like that one that uh, was it. Gavin Newsom put out where he's like attacking Florida. (laughs) He's like he's going, oh, we have all these freedoms in California. You don't want to live in Florida anymore, do you? You should come to the free state of California.
3: (laughs) Yeah hilarious i think too. you know just to add one thing is that i think yeah. it tends to minimize a terror and actual danger that black americans faced in you know the you know during the kkk right during yeah the, you know 1900s and, and everything but you know I, I don't think it's also good to make a reference to an old evil to a current problem as well exactly
2: because it's but you're right, i understand his
3: point i get yeah. what he's trying to say and,
2: he, and they're definitely going pretty tongue-in-cheek with it too yeah I, I don't think there's another guy that i heard this ad for where his ad got like taken off like facebook because he was talking about like hunting down rhinos meaning like not real republicans and it was like oh dude and he seen and apparently the guy allegedly he's like he he like beat his wife and he like cheated on her and like beat the woman that he was cheating and now he's like running for congress in some state um and so it's like okay guys like calm down a little bit but this feels a lot more tongue-in-cheek and, and kind of goofy and i don't know how they managed to get uh 12 dudes to wear hood or like a clan you know yes
3: <laughs> just
2: oh that discussion with someone, with was like look, on it dude yeah i was like i've got an idea for a campaign ad but i need your help
3: Yeah. um so, yeah, and it's, I, I it's definitely it's really something funny. to catch people's eyes oh, as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's
2: it's doing that on purpose. And that was the same reason that guy put the noose around his neck. It was for the yep. exact same reason. It's just one of them comes off significantly more tone deaf than the other one does. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's going to be interesting because I think we're going to get a lot more of this stuff. And I'm, that's what I'm kind of more excited about than anything is all of the really cringy ads that are going to start coming out. Because people are going to talk about them. And that's just the way that it goes. Uh, Did you have anything else you wanted to add before we close out?
3: No, I'm excited for episode 100. We're going to get into Eric July's Ripperverse. We're going to get into the second Lord of the Rings teaser. And we're going to talk about what else? The terminal list. The terminal list. So looking forward to that. All right, everybody.
2: Well, we will be back on Thursday to talk about all of those things. But until then, y'all take it easy.
0: Politics ruins everything.
1: Being patient with him, I try to, but you got room, temperature, IQ, IQ. Expecting a lecture from these idiot guys who mm. Got opinions not worth as what's under my shoe Y'all tripping on truth when we call it out Cause y'all people as goofy as I'll get out If y'all with them and not with you I'd sit out Cause every rapper's on the list now mad at a pitch count Throwing heaters like my soul's beat up No people focus on hoaxes in the shows he booked. And I'm hoping to open doors and I got foes and such But I know that I'll be opposing to the goal I must start attacking and my brain's lashed in. Same way that I game is the same way up the back end. All the pain that I bring up is like the pain to the Batman. I'm back cracking. Whack trends claiming they rap bands and and Give a crap about the what's his face. Only thing you out rapping is a sandwich at Subway. And y'all just so happen to welcome on beef on my lunch plate. And you are a disaster and this can only go one way. one way. And you're steady flashing guns in your music viz. And I know you do it for the fun, but what you doing is abusing every rule. Of course, you can use it quick. You're showing the world you don't know what you are doing, kid. Wow. You waste your time Speak on what you don't know, you become slow, and that ignorance crosses into stupidity. Yet I'm still spending my energy debating enemies that tend to be idiots, really inept politically, that don't have the depth or wit me. Oh well, it'll be co chance in hell. So riddle me this: How am I supposed to take you serious when all of your positions are socially expedient? Thinking you a rebel, but at most you obedient. Opposing opinions make folks be belligerent. so you know what I'm seeing, and vote what you told by the folks that got a sentence missing. Oh, you a hypocrite, and I'm in awe because the diversity you not in thought. You get away with it cause you placed in a freaking chamber With echoes ranging, surrounded by a bunch of brainless Your aim is at all the same shame Cause you ain't slick, afraid to relate other things Cause you nameless, tamed and weak, empathetic You epitomize politic ties cause you scared to be criticized Ancient trick, you ain't say this You afraid to unplug from the matrix, basic Why would you waste your time? When well, you can be so much more, so much more